You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 61. In this episode, I'm speaking to Gida Guðjónsdóttir about how she built a successful online business as a full-time teacher. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's guest is Gida Guyonstotter, who is my sister and a close friend. Together we started the journey to build our online businesses and she very quickly figured out how she could use her experience and education to teach Icelandic teenagers math with online courses. For the last five years she's built up her online business on the side as a full-time teacher and is now close to six figures in annual income. You'll find links to Gida and show notes of this episode by going to sigrun.com forward slash 61. I'm so excited, extra excited, to be here today talking to my sister, Gida Guðjónsdóttir, about her online business. It's maybe something my listener or uh, viewers may not know that my sister also has an online business. And I would love for her to share that with my audience because she has a very special online business. Thank you for being here, Gida. Thanks for having me. <laughs> so... We started at a similar time on our online business journey. We decided together to jump into this deep pool of figuring out what online marketing and online business is about. We had a similar vision of being less dependent on uh, location and also not working for someone from nine to five. We both got sick of it, to be honest. And in the end, it was actually, I think it was you, Gida. You convinced me to kind of join a program with you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know. I think it was the other way around, though. <laughs> we did it together. We did it together. So anyway, we started together. And uh, she was much faster than me to get things up and going. And uh, there was a part of me thinking, hey, I'm the older sister. I should be a bit faster. But Gila was faster. So tell us, Gila, what what is your online business about? And how did you get started back then? So I teach math online and everything is in Icelandic. So my group is teenagers. And at the beginning, I mostly concentrated on uh, practicing them for standardized tests in math. But when I started my online business, I was so committed to do an online business, but I didn't have a clue what I was going to (laughs) do. So if there would have been a passionathon or or something back then, I would probably have figured it out faster. But I was very committed to just find something to do online. And yeah, it seems very basic now that I should do math because I'm a math teacher. But back then, I didn't have a clue it could be math. I was searching. I wanted to, I don't know, do something for the tourists in Iceland or 
yeah, I was thinking something way different, but I was very committed to finding something to start doing. And I was watching one night something on creative life. I saw this math person there and I started to look what she was doing. I contacted her and she was super nice. And I just started to practice to do videos on math and with all the tools and I loved it. So I just continued and yeah, a few months later, I launched my first, first online course. Yes, I remember this time because uh, I had like a drawing board that I could uh, lend you where you could actually make, you know, you, the, the drawings, the math drawings to yeah, create yes. those videos. Yeah. And before you kind of jumped in the water to offer actually a course, you, you practice for a while. Is this actually possible? Can you teach math online? Can you make all the formulas? Because that's a tricky part about math, making all the formulas. Yeah. And I, yeah. I didn't have a computer. So my dad lent me his old computer. I didn't have a tablet to write on. So I got one from you. Yeah, I didn't have any mailing list. I didn't have any recommendation. I didn't have anything. But still, it, it felt easy to sell this course. I was very yeah. surprised. So you created the course and uh, you focused on standardized tests. So the pain point is, is quite big. There's a group of people that need it, but you're selling to the parents. And uh, you were surprised how easy it was to sell. I think you are maybe in a special position. Most people have to have a freebie and they have to warm up their audience with welcome emails. Yeah. But yours worked a bit differently. Yeah, no freebie and only one course the price was 250 in the beginning and yeah and, and it was a five-week course it was huge but yeah you, there are some rules but sometimes in some circumstances they don't apply and that was in my case because there was no market people needed it and this was something that they really wanted for their kids so basically you run Facebook ads straight to your sales page, something that I do not recommend. Yeah, and I'm still doing it, believe me. <laughs> so there's no freebie you, you... today. After five years, no freebie, nothing going on. When I have the the course ready, it's just Facebook ads. I don't, I'm a, I'm a, I don't even know if I should say this, but I don't even email my list. So it's just <laughs> Facebook ads. But it's getting more expensive. So it was easier in the beginning to do the Facebook ads. Five years ago, Facebook was not so big in Iceland. So I, it was very cheap for me to get in contact with the people, the parents. But it's a little bit harder now. So that's why I'm going to do Samba and learn how to master the Facebook technique. Yeah, you might have to warm up your audience a little bit more in the future before you send them straight to a sales page. <laughs> Now give the audience a little, let's say we have your teachers listening or anyone, let's talk about also that you are actually building this on the site. You have a full-time job. Describe a bit your day. Yes, so I work full-time as a teacher. I teach math to a little bit older kids than I'm uh, marketing for on, in my online business. I think it's very good to keep it separated because I would feel strange marketing to the same people I'm teaching. So I'm teaching older kids in real life classroom and then online I, I have uh, younger kids and I, in the morning I go to work in my classroom and 
when I get back home, I just start to work on my online business. And I'm lucky because I have a I have flexibility and I'm able to work a lot and, and then go home and I can do a lot at home. So I have maybe more time than most people working full time, but still yeah, I'm I'm doing this with full time work. Yeah. And that's very inspiring because when you start an online business, it's, 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 it feels risky. You don't know if it works. So you could do it on the side. And you also have the summer holidays. And that's where you do most of your work? Yes. So actually, my summers are the most busiest time of the year. So it's good that I'm not working in the classroom during the summer because, uh, yeah, it's the most busiest time for me because the standard tests are, some of them are in the beginning of the fall. So I have, I have to prepare the students in the summer. And first, I was wondering when I was launching it first for the first time in 2013, I was thinking, can I really get students to uh, practice math for five weeks in the summertime? I had so many ifs, and but it worked. And people were thrilled that they were able to use their summer vacation for their teenager to work a little bit on math and not just hanging around in the computer and doing nothing in the whole summer. So they had a plan for the summer. <laughs> okay. So, but now people are curious, okay, how many spots does he sell? What is this really, you know, is this really profitable? Can you give us some numbers in terms of the first year or compared to this year? Yeah. So the first year I was able to run it a few times, but I think I, the first time I launched it, I launched it like with week separation three times and got total 19 students 19 one nine. 19 one nine. Yeah. yeah and i didn't really want to have it more because i was running it a five-week course for the first time and if i would have a lot of students and something would not go right i, I didn't want to do that yeah so i was very happy with getting 19 people the next year uh the number got to 65 and then it's been like a hundred and it's always each year it's growing. Mm. And yeah, I, I'm guessing this year, maybe I will have 200 students for the, for this like standardized test courses that I'm running. Yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. And are, has the price increased as well? Well, I'm always juggling with the prices. So constantly I'm changing what I'm offering. And sometimes I have one price, sometimes I have three prices. So I'm always figuring and trying to find ways to do things differently. So yeah, it's, it's never the same. It's always a little bit tweak here and there what I'm trying to offer. Yeah. But you said first year, the price was $250 approximately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And what would you say the average price is now? So it, it ranged from 200 to $500 for the course. So if it's, if it's a $500 price, then it means that I'm in contact with the parents and I keep uh, the, the kids on track. But if it's, if it's the price is less, then I'm not focusing so much on the students, but they're just taking the program almost on their own. So I just was doing some math in the background oh. <laughs> for our audience. <laughs> Let's say the average price of your course is 350 and you sell 200 of those. That's $70,000. Mm -hmm. Yep. That is a lot of 
money extra I mean, to it's a full-time like winning, job. Like every year, I feel like I'm winning the lottery. I have the salary and it's plenty for me. My, my husband, he has a good job and my salary is okay. And then I always, once a year, I'm, I win the lottery and I have this extra money. Uh, I'm like, a, hmm, I'm going to buy a new car. I'm going to take this trip and, and yeah, pay my loans. And so it's like a, every year I have this extra thing that I don't really need to yeah, pay the bills and I can use it for something great. So, yeah. yeah. But, you know, it doesn't come from nothing. You have worked really, really hard to do this. And I remember uh, back in the first courses, you were giving individual attention to every participant. Now, that's not very sustainable either. I, I assume that you have been able to reduce that. Yeah, well, in the beginning, the system that I used to have the math course in was very basic. I basically had just links and I couldn't see if the students were practicing and yeah, I wasn't able to follow what they were doing, but the systems are getting better and better. Uh, and still today, if people buy uh, like a premium course, I watch all my students in the premium course, but it's easier. And yeah. I feel like that's the most fun part for me to encourage them, to email them. You, you only have five examples to finish the week, like good job. So. If I would have no contact with the students, uh, I'm not sure I would do it. <laughs> but yeah. No, because you are a teacher and you would like to know that your students are having success. So that's what we all want when we have an online course. We don't want people to, uh, you know, not be successful. So yeah, I totally understand that. But now you have people reaching out to you and asking you for other oh, courses, yeah. <laughs> not just this one for the stand. And also, <laughs> it's like, oh, can you yeah. make... Uh, for the Icelandic test, it's like, no, I'm only going to do math, but still, thank you. So I think we need a lot of teachers here in Iceland to make courses. It's like, there, if I would have the time, I would just, yeah, there are so many other things that I could do besides math that really, people really need. And just all over the world, you know, if there's a teacher uh, listening or, or watching the show later, they are not getting all the help they need at the school. So the opportunity is there. One thing I hear again and again and again is that it's probably the same everywhere. But in Iceland, the, the kids are telling their parents they're afraid to ask the teacher in the class. These are good students, too. The, the teacher seems to be, I don't know, grumpy or something, and they're just afraid to ask. But when you have an online course, you can just watch the video again and again and again if you're not able to get it the first time. So what is the age group? Because some doubts might creep into some people's heads like, oh yeah, but you know, how do you, <laughs> what, is the, what is the youngest student? So my youngest now are 11. So I was just testing this group now. I, I launched my, so I've been focusing on uh, 15 year old students up until now, but this summer I created uh, new course for 11 years old kids and I was very I wasn't sure if it would go would work but I just finished it last week the four-week course and the parents are were very happy with the, the course and I mean they're very young and I had a survey after the 
course finished and asked if the parents were helping the kids and sitting beside them when they were working or not. And it was both. Some people, 50, 50. yeah, 50 yeah. 50. So mm -hmm. I, it works also without yeah. the parents sitting yeah. next so to them. So there are kids that can do it on their own, and there are kids that need their parents beside them just going through yeah. the course. So what is the product you're creating right now? I I know you have a membership coming up. Yes. <laughs> but I'm also creating, creating another course. There's so much going on. So I'm creating this membership site and also doing a new online course. Yeah, but this membership site, I'm still figuring out if it's something that I really want to do. But I have to start to be able to figure that out. And yeah we'll see so i'm having more people in the beginning than i would so i'm not advertising anything they just stumble up on my site and find this membership and they buy it but and i'm not going to advertise anything until i figured out if what will i have to do to make it really work for them yeah yeah, because membership sites are always different from online courses. It's not the same speed and accountability. Yeah. Yeah, and also the kids are learning from different books or in different places. So, so there's nothing like everyone should be in this chapter this week. There's not nobody is doing the same stuff. So I have I have to figure out a way. I mean, are the kids really logging into the membership site? Are they really finding it useful? Are they will they be reaching out for me if they need more material so yeah i'm just yeah this is my test run for this semester so you are you are not far away from a six figure business as a side business now somebody might think that's absolutely unbelievable that this is possible what do you say to a person like that everything is possible <laughs> i mean it's my fifth year and every year it's easier. It's always less and less work. It was extremely much work in the beginning. And yeah, the thing is with the courses, when you, even though I always try to make the course better, I always like really try to make the course better. I would do like, I would do all the videos again if I think they would be better. So. I'm not just creating a course and then trying to make money out of it again and again. I'm really, I always try to do it a little bit better, but still it's always like the total amount that you spend preparing for a launch is always less and less and less for each course that I, I do. So, so the next year it will be, I will work maybe more, but I will create more courses. So the revenue would be much more. So, that's a good thing with online courses. It's always less work. <laughs> you can reuse the material. Yeah. When would you consider stop working full time? Do you have a number in your head or? Well, I'm not sure. I think I will have to maybe double what I have now to be really convinced to leave. But I'm, I'm working on that because now always more and more people are contacting me and asking me to do all these math things for their kids and i really want to do them but i i will need more time so doing solely online would be really good so that's yeah. my goal 
Well, I think it's fantastic. You're, yeah, you're taking your time, but you've had built a, a huge success. And now it's, the brand is coming, the word of mouth. Everyone knows, uh, you know, your domain now and every time, every launch is easier. So Gida, you are a huge inspiration to me and uh, for anyone listening to this podcast or watching this video later, this is possible and it is possible. Just be determined. Thank you for joining me on the show, Skida. Thank you for having me. Ready to turn your passion into profits? Get free access to the seven stages of a profitable online business by going to sigrun.com forward slash 61. There you'll also find links to Gida and show notes of this episode. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.